Welcome to our channel. As you take your time to listen to God's word today with us, we believe and pray that this sermon will be a blessing for you as well as your family. I want us to go to um, the book of Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6. Book of Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6. If you're here for the first time, you don't have a Bible, don't worry. Uh, the words will come on the screen. You can just follow those words. Yes. So we're going to read this verse together. We're going to read it together. One, two, three, go. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Let's try that one more time, shall we? One, two, three, go. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Amen. Lord Jesus, as we listen to your word, I pray that you will speak to us. Help us not to receive it through our own thinking or ideologies, but help us to receive it through your spirit. And I pray that these words will touch us, transform us, and give us hope. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. I have a question for all of us here. Are you ready for the question? The question is, have you ever started a sentence with these words no way and then da 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 anyone yes yes I give some time for that to sink in some of you no way I'm going to answer to that <laughs> we often use that word right because maybe we went through something really hopeless maybe you expected something to happen and it did not happen. Or you want something hopeful and better. Or you just feel like life is just full of problems. I am not living my life. I am finding space to live my life among problems. I have problems, then I get one day break. I take a breath until the next one comes. And we kind of feel like, no way my life will get better. No way my life will turn around. No way I have a hope and a great future. No way I will be blessed with a good wife. No way I will be blessed with a good man in my life. There's no way my finances is going to turn around. There is no way anyone is going to accept me. Many situations we say this word, there's no way, there's no way, there's no way. And as we are, you know, we just read this verse from the Bible, Isaiah 9, 6. And this verse was written when the nation of Israel were feeling absolutely hopeless. And they thought that there is no way God is going to accept them back again. Because for many years and centuries, God raised kings, prophets, he raised judges and he kept 
reaching out to mankind who fell from sin and fallen short of God's love. And God kept trying and trying and trying and everybody thought that God has given up on them. And maybe you are sitting here this morning and you are also thinking, Sir, I tried, I tried, I tried. Always I am trying. But nothing seems to work out. Nothing seems to get better. Nothing seems, I'm putting all my effort, but there is no way out. And if you are feeling that this morning, can I tell you something? I have good news for all of us in this room. The good news is, there is a way and his name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. I want to speak to you for the next 13 minutes on this person, Jesus. The good news is Jesus is your way maker. Jesus is your way maker. As human beings, we try so many things. We put all our efforts, we put all our money, we put all our time, we put all our strength. Some of us, we put all our hair also. We put every effort and we feel like we've lost it all. And nothing is getting better. But this morning, can I invite you to just give it to Jesus and say, Jesus, can you make the way where I cannot make no way? Can you go before me? Can you be the one who leads me? Can you be the one who guides me? Can you be the one who solves my problems? And I pray as you are listening to this word this morning, and I know some of you are carrying some burdens in your heart, heavy, heavy burdens in your heart. And it's not easy. It's tough. It's tough. And I would love to just tell you, can you try Jesus this morning? Can you say yes to Jesus and say, and this is not just for those who are not Christian. This is for everybody. Because in fact, Christians forget that Christ can carry your burdens more than anybody else. With Christ, we carry our burdens. With Christ, we continue to stay worried. With Christ, we continue to remain in our doubt. And I want to remind you because today is all about reminders. We know that Christ was born. We know Christ died for us. We know that we have hope. But yet we need a reminder. And today is all about reminding ourselves and our heart that you are a child of God. God created you and Jesus loves you. He will not leave you the way you are and he will turn your life around. The only thing you need to do is just give him a chance. Give him a chance. Every day in your life, give him a chance for him to make a way. This Isaiah 9-6 is one of the centrality of the Bible. Everything changed after this prophecy. You know, we all have some life-changing moments, right? Anybody remember your life-changing moments? Yes? For the students, it could be 
you know when you probably went to university like a life changing experience you've been in school all your life and and then you've went into university and then you realize there was a new level of freedom a new level of opportunities a new level of you know functions that you can do some of you probably your life changing moment was when you found the love of your life when you got married i hear no amens in this church this is your opportunity to score some points in your life some of you had a life changing moment in a good way maybe i should have said that in a good way when you found the person that you wanted to marry Amen. yes sam come on <laughs> and 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 that's a, that's a major change in the bible in the history you look you read throughout the old testament but you come to isaiah 96 this is like a pivoting point a complete turnaround a complete change from this because this is the first direct prophecy about the messiah about the baby that is to be born and that is why we keep referring every christmas we keep referring to this because everything changed after this prophecy isaiah 96 for to us a child is born to us a son is given and the government will be upon his shoulder and his name shall be called wonderful counselor mighty god everlasting father prince of peace jesus is not any man he's not just a prophet he's not just a miracle guy he's not just he's not a magician who went around did things he is god he's everlasting father and he is the prince of peace and i find that very very interesting peace is something that we don't have in our lives peace is something that we cannot buy evlo kaas kodutalum yaarume namakku samadhanam thirumbi kudukamaatanga nobody can give us peace you can talk to as many people as you want have as many friends as you want have as as much as money as you like but nothing will give you peace but then if you get to know jesus and you give him a chance he's the prince of peace and when he walks into your life he gives you a peace that nobody can give that's why in the gospels it's written i give you peace not a peace that this world gives you but a peace of my own don't we all need some peace in our lives but not just any peace not the absence of problems the true peace is the presence of god in our lives and this morning as you are here listening to this word and to this message you can take a minute in your heart right now and say lord i invite your presence in my life i invite your presence i invite your presence into my situation i invite my presence into my family i invite your presence into my work i invite my pre- your presence into the future of my children i invite your presence into my heart i want to give you a couple of seconds to just pray that prayer right now if you can just close your eyes and just pray saying God I want 
your presence i want your peace unga samadhanam enakku thevai unga prasannam enakku thevai amen amen you know in isaiah 96 after this prophecy was given everybody thought that this prophecy is going to happen right away but the people had to wait 700 years not 7 years not 7 weeks not 7 months not 70 years they waited 700 years and that's when we fast forward to Luke chapter 2 and we heard the passage that sister prema read to us this morning and we i want to read it from verse 12 it says and this will be a sign for you the sign of what the sign of isaiah 96 being fulfilled this will be the sign to you you will find a baby wrapped in a swaddling cloths and lying in a manger and suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising god saying glory to god in the highest and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased glory to god in the highest and may peace be with you all that is the promise being fulfilled from isaiah 96 to luke chapter 2 it took about 700 years god allowed the people to wait for that long but why did he let them wait for that long because he was working while they were waiting and maybe this morning you are waiting on some things in your life let me tell you something god is working in your life while you are waiting for your prayers to be answered turn to the person sitting next to you give them a small nudge and tell them wait in peace wait in peace not in pieces but wait in peace waiting is hard waiting is tough but when you know that god is working on your behalf you wait you wait i remember a pastor friend of mine who went through a major heart surgery and we were all patiently waiting now when you talk about generally about waiting none of us like to wait yarkume kaathirukka pidikadilla we don't like to wait we want everything fast we want everything instantly you don't like that when you're watching uh, something online and you see that buffering sign you don't you don't like it right it's, come on wifi and we get so frustrated naturally we don't like to wait but that day when this pastor was going through the surgery there were almost about i think almost about 10 to 15 people in that lobby waiting area waited for 6 hours 6 hours nobody left for lunch nobody left for coffee nobody left for teas nobody left for snacks everybody patiently waiting in prayer now on a normal day even i was there i wouldn't do that 
if I go for some normal checkup and if they don't call me in 10 minutes, I will walk up and find out what's going on. That's a normal day. But that day, we all knew that the doctors were at work. And we all knew at any moment they could come out and tell us a good report because we were all waiting in peace, looking for a hopeful answer. Because we knew that they are working. And this is exactly what I want to encourage you to do in your life. Do not be impatient when you make decisions. Do not be impatient when you try to understand what God is doing in your life. Wait in peace. Allow God to do the work and let Him come out and tell you it is yours. It is ready. Move in faith. Step out in faith. And you take the next move. Wait in peace. 700 years people waited. Now they did not wait in peace. There was a lot of chaos, a lot of things that happened. But still God was gracious. And we see in Luke chapter 2 verse 14. It says glory to God in the highest. Peace on earth among those with whom he is pleased. Is God pleased with everyone? Is God pleased with everyone? Is God pleased with you? Is God pleased with you? You don't have to raise your hands. But it's something that you need to think about. If God had to wait for all of us to please him can you imagine when messiah would come or would he come if we had to please god for him to send his son the message is clear glory to god in the highest which means your peace is here your deliverance is here your hope is here. You don't have to wait anymore because the Lord is pleased with you and He has sent His Son. In other words, regardless of our actions, He does what He has to do for us. So in other words, our reactions or our actions should be a qualifying response to what God has done for us. Not the other way around. Not that if you are good, God will be good to you. No, no, no. He doesn't work like that. We work like that. We work like that. God doesn't work like that. Regardless if you're good or not, He is a good God. He is a good God. He doesn't know any other way to respond to you. He doesn't choose between love and hatred. He is love. And that's how he operates. And it's so important for us to understand as we celebrate Christmas today, we are not celebrating because we deserve to celebrate. We are celebrating because he was gracious enough to send his own and only son so that you and I can be redeemed and have hope. God made a way for you to have a new life Jesus was born not for us to live the same old life to live for us to live a new life when I talk about new life I'm talking about new life in a world 
that is surrounded by fear of death just in the past 5 years you would have heard so many young people taking their own lives living a very short life i myself have experienced many young people coming to me and talking to me saying i don't want to live anymore i just want to sleep and never wake up i just want to disappear life is too hard and there are so many you know pressurizing thoughts that is going in the minds of people not just the young people even the elderly folks many of them are going through this pressure in their mind and because of that they just don't want to exist anymore depression anxiety suicidal thoughts it's a battle and a real battle every day just in the last 6 months 45000 people have taken their own lives in the nation of america now i heard this fact from somebody else so i googled to check what is the fact about india and it's even more shocking 120000 people have taken their own lives just in 6 months that's a lot that's a lot it's scary to think about this 120000 people took their own lives in 6 months in our country in our country we are experiencing and talking about new life and new hope but can you and i be the hope to others talk to every single friend talk to every single person don't let them have a bad day don't be fooled by their smiles don't be fooled by the way they are dressed because may behind that smile there is a deep burden behind that smile there is a deep sense of sadness behind that smile there's a deep sense of longingness for somebody to spend time with them behind that smile maybe there is loneliness and if we say that jesus is hope and you have received hope you and i we are called to be that hope to others maybe you're here this morning and you're saying even my i myself i am struggling i am i am going through these thoughts myself pastor i will pray for you this morning and i will pray that god will give you a peace in your mind and god will give you a strong mind to overcome all the lies that the enemy has sown in your mind there are some things that you are believing you you're thinking that your life will not get better it will just be dark and you will not have a better life you will not have a great future but that's a lie it is written in jeremiah 29:11 and jesus is god is promising this to all of us and it's a reality for all of us and will be and should be and the promise is this for i know the plans that i have for you says the lord plans to prosper you not to harm you plans to give you hope and a great future so when god is your way maker all you need to do is follow him you don't have to make the way he will make our god will make the way we just need to follow him we just need to follow him if you like to make the decision to follow him today I will I'm going to lead you in a prayer right now. 
and you can pray that prayer with me regardless of who you are just repeat this in your heart just listen to what I'm saying but repeat it in your heart this morning and this is a prayer all eyes can be closed and repeat this dear Jesus I give you my life touch me heal me and set me free I'm a sinner and I need a savior I want hope in my life I want joy in my life and I know only you can give me that so I accept you Jesus thank you for coming into my heart in Jesus name Thank you for listening to our sermon today. We hope that it was a blessing for you as well as your family. If you would like to support our ministry, you can do so by visiting kingcitychurch.org forward slash give. And if you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel, please subscribe and hit the bell icon to be notified on our upcoming sermon. We hope to see you next week with another inspiring sermon. Until then, God bless you all.